Uh, welcome to the Nihongo Shark Podcast. I'm your host, Nico, with my co-host, Caleb. Hey, how's it going? And we have a special guest today. We have Chie, Caleb's wife. Hello. And she's half Japanese, half American, right? Half U.S. citizen, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you grew up in Japan, right? That is correct. So... Did, did you go to like Japanese public school? I did. I went um, kindergarten all the way through fifth grade in Japan. And then what happened? And then I moved to the U.S. I moved to Portland, Oregon. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So fifth grade, you would have been like 11 or 10 or 11. I think so. And then, so does that mean like you, how did that affect like your kanji learning? Um, well, I was, well, I did not like kanji. <laughs> My mom, um, bought a lot of, you know, just a typical Japanese person, skiters. Yeah. You did, you did like the, bo- the boxes. Exactly. Yeah. Fill- um, you, you write a kanji 20,000 times. Exactly. Those ones. And I had to, yeah, she gave me this thick kanji skiru thing and i would have to practice my kanjis that way and then also on top of that i would have the normal um kanji utsushi the school uh kanji practice sheets i i remember when i took uh jlptn2 maybe 2011 2012 sorry and i remember there were like japanese children in there taking the test with me and I'm assuming that maybe they moved or something, but it seemed really strange to me that I had studied all this time for this test and this 10-year-old kid next to me was also taking it. <laughs> but I'm assuming it's just the grammar and kanji would be difficult for a kid of that age. I don't know. I've actually never heard anyone taking that. I've oh, really? I've never heard of a Japanese yeah. person taking it either. Yeah, there yeah, were two so of them in my... In, in, a, in America, you took like a Japanese yeah. test thing to prove I that took, you could speak Japanese though, right? Yeah, I took that for high school credit because I wanted to get out of language. Oh, nice. <laughs> so I went and took the whatever high school equivalent of that AP test thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you just tested out easily, I'm guessing. Yeah, exactly. Just took it with my sister at yeah. a place. Because yeah. you, you did learn like a fair amount of kanji though. Especially because your mom would after even after you moved to America, right? Your mom kind of made you do those things. Isn't that what happened? Um, it's like I don't remember doing too much kanji when we moved here because okay. at first I had no idea how to pretty much read English. At that's that point. true. So everything that's true. focused was English. Can speak English. Um, oh. I could. She speak. had it. She had an accent apparently, like a Japanese, <laughs> a, like little kid girl accent when she yeah, moved to America. Just a little bit. Oh, but don't you speak English to your dad? Yeah, no, I could speak it. I couldn't. Oh. I couldn't read and write very well. Oh, uh, okay. Very well. Yeah. Yeah, but like you still had an accent because your exposure was still to like a complete all Japanese people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so, which language are you better at? Is that even, is that an impo- <laughs> is that an impossible question? Um, I think Caleb was a little bit better at describing it, but essentially anything that's emotional or related to my experiences in japan i'm better at that but because my education higher education is in america the the specific fields that i might have to talk about like 
aviation. aviation yeah. Exactly. I'm better definitely in English. Wow. Yeah. That's it's, so cool. It's just, yeah, it's this interesting thing that we've kind of uncovered more or less is that definitely if we're talking about anything from her childhood or anything from Japan related, she can explain it a lot better in Japanese. Like, Which, how do you describe undokai or, you know, yeah, undokai? It's you true. Know, there's, just, yeah. How do you do it? <laughs> yeah. Which sometimes has been a bit unlucky for me because I, like, when we first met, obviously, I, that was when I started learning Japanese. And even now, there's still stuff that, like, a lot of times we don't get to talk quite as much as I would like to or she would like to because I'm still learning. And that's still sometimes a little bit of an unlucky thing. But if we're talking, like, intellectually or however you want to say it, just like about, aviation or not even aviation really but just like what we're going to do with about life and stuff like that yeah we can you know we'll use english but it still sometimes feels like i could communicate better if i was just better at japanese honestly especially because sometimes like so maybe you know we're married people and sometimes you have, might have a slight disagreement right that can happen mm-hmm. and occasionally it seems like she would much rather explain what she's feeling to me in Japanese and in English, and sometimes she will, but she'll write it because I'm better at reading than I am at, <laughs> at speaking. So some like some interesting things like that have happened as a result of being bilingual in marriage. I'm just picturing Chie like angrily typing something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, type type, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, it's we make it work, and obviously, she's completely fluent in in English. But there are those things sometimes where it seems like Japanese would be a better language to be using. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going back a little bit, but can you explain what undokai is? <laughs> uh, undokai, <laughs> let's see. I think the simplest way to put it is, um, what is it? Field day? Is it called yeah, field day? Yeah, I think the dictionary, yeah. the dictionary says like sports day or sports something. Day. Like field yeah. day. I don't Which it means like nothing in English. Right? Wait, like, yeah, so what do you lame. do? What do yeah. you do? <laughs> I, in America, I actually had a sports day and it was... Go oh, no run way. in a circle and like toss balls and stuff like that. Yeah, but um, did your parents and stuff go to it? No, it was yeah. not a big deal. It was like go to recess, <laughs> pretty much. But in Japan, it's a huge deal. Um, normally, in a given school, depending on how many classes and how big your school is, you're divided into two or three or how many of your teams. Um, so each kumi would be let's say, red team, and Nikumi would be uh, shiro, Shirogumi. And then the third team in my school was Aogumi, which was blue team. And, and um, for people that don't know, Kumi means like group or oh, yeah. association yeah. or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, so then your colors would compete with scores that you get for every um, dashimono that you do. So it could be dancing, it could be D-Day could be anything. And you just keep doing those dashimonos and then whoever wins at the end wins the little flag that you get at the end. Oh, and, I, but it I takes know months. About the flag. Well, our, our <laughs> oh, school really? had a little, yeah, oh. our school had a little, um, actually it was a pretty big deal. It was a pretty good um, flag. But yeah, so it would take, I don't know how early you start practicing, but depending on how complex your things are, your teacher would just start, you know, car choreographing dances uh, um, or practicing huh. relays and stuff like that. So, and then yeah. the day of, your parents make these huge lunches 
and come with your grandparents and your parents and your siblings if they can come and whoever wants to come and do that. And then usually at the end, the sixth graders, because um, in elementary school in Japan, it goes from one to six. Mm -hmm. Um, The oldest sixth graders have this huge dance um, that's like the midama of the show. Oh, cool. I I need to like attend one of these. You should. should. (laughs) Actually, I was translating a sample sentence for one of our NDLs kind Mm -hmm. of recently, maybe a few weeks ago. And it was, I don't remember the Japanese, but the translation I wrote was something like, I don't know, like my friends and family came to my undokai, but I I, I forget what I put, something like sports day or something with a note. And then Ray was like, friends and family? Like, do friends go to Undokai? And I, I, I said, I, I don't know. <laughs> do, do friends go to Undokai or is it just family members? And she's like, I don't know either. I mean, but it's mostly family, right? Yeah, but yeah. if you think about it, in a normal Japanese culture setting, when you're in school, your friends are at those schools. Yeah. You're in them together. Right. So. Um, maybe your younger cousins or something, something might like come, that, but yeah. your friends usually aren't really a specified group that comes to an undokai. Nice, I see. So when you say when you say undokai, all of that knowledge is then just assumed. Like if you were talking to a Japanese person talking about undokai, they just everyone would just know what you were talking about. This huge long explanation so. that you gave us. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it starts in kindergarten, right? You have Undokai, or I did at least, starting in kindergarten and, you know, your parents were involved in the Undokais too, in kindergarten and stuff. But yeah, you just the thing that you know. <laughs> okay, so I have another question. So you basically left Japan when you're around, I think you said fifth grade? Mm-hmm. So 11, I think. Nowadays when you go, but you still talk to your mom and stuff, obviously in Japanese, but... Yeah. Uh, when you go back to Japan to visit and things, do people ever tell you that your Japanese sounds strange? Mm, not recently, because I had people to speak in Japanese to when I was in North Dakota. But uh, yeah. specifically when I was in college in Grand Fort or Great Falls, Great Falls. Montana. There was no Japanese people to uh-huh. talk to. So when I went to Japan then, it was just a little bit of accent that usually goes away after one or two days. Oh, so it's an accent that changes. That's mm-hmm. ex- that's extra interesting to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because I just didn't have the opportunity to speak Japanese for uh-huh. how many ever months or years when I went to college. And um, when I went back, it would just show up as a little bit of an accent. Or sometimes I might not be able to recall a word here and there sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess just because I think Ray's friends tell her that she talks weird sometimes <laughs> now. Um, Interesting. It's not that like she's not saying things incorrectly, but maybe she falls behind on things like slang. Yeah. Just that the does, way people yes. talk. That yeah. might be true. If it's, a, if it's a younger generation group, I think that's... That does show up a little bit, but if it's a family, family, familiar people um, that doesn't really talk about 
slang too much. Yeah. Like, there's really no place for that to show up, I don't think so. Yeah. Going back to the reading thing, so is it like if I pick up a novel in Japanese, then I can read it, but depending on who the author is and what era it was written in and how familiar I am with, you know, like if it's a second book in a series or something, it's pretty easy for me to jump in and read it. But if I'm picking up some new book that I'm not familiar with and I'm not familiar with author's writing style, it's kind of tiring to read a novel in Japanese for me. Um, so from your perspective of learning Japanese, do you, f do you feel the same sort of, I don't know, I don't want to call it exhaustion, but the same tiredness that I would feel picking up a novel? Or is it pretty much effortless for you to like pick up something, like some dense Japanese text and read it? Um, recently, I just started reading a novel um, in Japanese. I don't read very much of Japanese things, but I'm trying to make a point to do so now. Uh -huh. except, for, um, but, except for manga, you've been reading that since ever. Yeah, but manga oh, has for, yeah, manga has hurigana on it, so it's effortless in that. Yeah, way. but you still probably pick up kanji from yeah seeing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the novel I'm reading is on a Kindle, so you can kind of click on the words as you yeah. go, which is really nice. Although um, it's, it's not very intuitive for Japanese, the Kindle. Like, I do the same thing, but it's mm -hmm. it's pretty. Maybe my, I have an older Kindle, but it's terrible at understanding where the word starts and ends in Japanese. Oh, okay. When Mine I try to select usually, one. I usually can Do you have that. the newest Kindle Paperwhite? <laughs> uh, I got a Kindle Paperwhite like two or three years ago, so maybe it's just outdated. Yeah, mm -hmm. This one's like a year old is all. Uh, yeah. I haven't noticed that as an issue either of you. Yeah. I don't, you know, it sometimes wants to highlight a bunch of things. Yeah, so I get that. Yeah. That's like <laughs> that's like half the time for me. I try to look up a word and it highlights half the page. It's like, oh, it's hard. Yeah. yeah. But Nico, your question was does she get exhausted in the same way? And so my I don't know, you have to tell me Chia, if this is correct, but it seems to make me like my observation of you is that it's not exhausting at all for you to read dense Japanese, but you might not know the kanji or how to read it. So you have to look mm -hmm. up. So that gets sometimes tiring as far as looking words up, but it's not like you have a difficult time comprehending what's being said. Is that correct? Yeah, I think I agree with that. Um, usually I'll just click on the word and I'll, I'll just move on because I know the word. I just can't yeah. read it sometimes. Right. Um, oh, but yeah, yeah. clicking is tiring sometimes. Oh, uh, sure. yeah. So I have these, uh, you know, these flashcard decks now, right? Because I've been studying for a while and I think I have maybe like 20,000 or some cards. And every once in a while, I'll, I'll, she'll be sitting next to me and I'll be like, do you know this word? And then she'll be like, uh, but then I'll, I'll click it and I'll read it. And she'll, oh, well, yeah, of course I knew that word. Even if it's something yeah. super <laughs> obscure, like she knew it, it's just that she may not have known how to read it right away. Mm -hmm. So that might be what happens when reading. Yeah, yeah, I think that, that makes sense. I, I try to find like the most obscure possible words. I'm like, there's no <laughs> way you're going to know this word. And then I, I read it out loud and she definitely knows that word. And every time I'm impressed because I'm like, because sometimes I have the impression of like, oh, well, you know, you didn't grow up through high school reading Japanese or speaking Japanese literally all the time. So maybe you wouldn't know some of these more what I would consider to be obscure words. But even still, like you still know them, which is impressive to me. <laughs> like, obviously, you somehow <laughs> maintained a lot of Japanese ability yeah. while going through that. I mean, everyone, I do go everyone's back. Everyone's very jealous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're all jealous over here. <laughs> I I think I've been going back to Japan every year 
Except maybe one. Well, I think it's. I think it was because it was important to you, honestly, ultimately, to like actually be able to right. speak Japanese, and a very important to your mother. And I think going through fifth grade, maybe maybe sixth grade would have been a little bit more helpful. But going through fifth grade, you get a very good base That's of true. the language too. So if you just insert words, you're not really going to have a hard time understanding what that means. That's true, yeah. That's true. I mean, when we were in Japan, she even navigated us through talking to a realtor. So we know she definitely is. <laughs> yeah. no, no questions about her Japanese ability, that's for sure. Yeah, that's complicated language, that stuff. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have a hard time um, coming up with sentence structures to say very, very formally in those situations, though. Oh, yeah, I could see sometimes, that. Yeah, sometimes it'll just kind of fall out being casual I'm like oh i'm so sorry yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> if you think about it how often have you even needed to use exactly yeah so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not very often i do it sarcastically quite often actually oh that's good yeah. that's good yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah you'll Caleb. use like ridiculous yeah. senses to me pretty often being sarcastic <laughs> i was just like uh, randomly nice, saying yeah. that yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's what happens Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then, uh, like, since you guys are living like in your half Japanese, half English bubble, <laughs> you, if if you're anything like Ray and I, you'll start saying things like that maybe too much with each other, and then they slip out when you're with other people, <laughs> and you say something really strange. Yes, I mean that's yes. happened to me at least. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> or sometimes when I'm hanging out with people, because I hang out with people that's speak Japanese and English so much now like that's so much of my time that when I'm hanging out with people who don't speak Japanese it's kind of strange for me a little bit I'm like oh I, I can't actually express things the way I normally <laughs> would here because I just like to mix all these, these two languages which is kind of interesting mm-hmm. hey Chia, do you ever get the experience of Japanese people asking you to tell them how to learn English mm. I don't think my friends perceive me as someone that can speak English, although they know that I can speak English. Because my uh, Japanese is good, yeah. I don't come across to them as, yeah. oh my gosh, let's go ask Chie how to learn English. Oh, so it's just Ray's friends that are doing that to her. I <laughs> 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 Well, maybe because like Ray's friends know that Ray has learned English, right? Yeah, I guess, that's, yeah, that's, that's true. true. They know that she put in lots of effort. She cares about yeah. studying languages. Whereas Chie, like when we were in college together, all of the, our Japanese friends, like they didn't, like they didn't give a damn. They're just like, mm-hmm. they would always talk to her in, in Japanese. Like, I don't think they ever said anything to you in English unless I was also there and they wanted me to understand what they were saying. Otherwise, it was like they would just only talk to you in Japanese. I also I sometimes get um, pronunciation corrections though, but not not English as a whole. True, they'll ask you like how to say something in English. Yeah. That's, that's true. That uh, does happen. Like how do you say X word or something like that? Mm-hmm. Remember that one student you had? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, flight student, I mean. Oh, okay. I was yeah. I was thinking student. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Flight student. Yeah. He one time like. What, what did he, he translated a song from English or Japanese? I don't remember which way it was. Yeah, I asked he was him because, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he did so-so. He did literal um, translation of the song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Well, translating songs is difficult, I think. Right. 
<clears throat> we did it on that one, whatever. Yeah, for the NDL yeah. a while ago. Yeah, and you, you guys also chose like a quite difficult song, I thought. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I don't, I can't remember if it was old, older words. No, it was, like that, it was like really poetic words is what it was. It was that song yeah. by, by Millie. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. It was like Kotoshi something. I thought it was ski something. Yeah, it was. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Something about, yeah. Something about like a new moon or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Writing your name in a tree or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Writing the memories of you have you in a tree. Yeah, that was hard. Yeah. Someone it's can go and that. look up our old NDLs. They'll find it somewhere. <laughs> They'll find it. It was, it was like first 100, I think, maybe. Mm, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I used to, like, I think we've had three or four song lessons. Or not three or four songs, which, and usually it's like two or three lessons for a song. So, yeah. And I mostly stopped writing them because it takes so long to write them. <laughs> Unless you're Chie, because I think she popped that translation out in like 10 minutes. <laughs> oh yeah. The translation is one thing, right? Oh, you mean like the, the lesson, lesson. Oh, like I see. The yeah, lesson yeah. takes forever yeah, to write. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's you fair. <laughs> Cause you don't really realize it, but you know, in a lesson, maybe we have like five or six example sentences. Mm-hmm. Right, and you know we we explain as much as we can about a sentence, but a song has like a lot more than that in yeah. many cases, mm-hmm. not all cases. Yeah, but anyways, to, um, I also wanted to ask about so growing up in Japan and then going to the U.S. How does that affect your accent in Japanese? Do you think it does at all, or not so much? I don't have an accent. Yeah. What does that when mean? I came when I came here, well, okay. Are you asking an accent in English or accent in Japanese? Accent when speaking Japanese. Like is your intonation like would you say it's perfect or do you think it's um, changed at all? I mean, I'm imagining most of you like you must have a limited access to I guess you talk to Japanese people at school and stuff, but <laughs> yeah. Um like I said, I think initially when I go to Japan, sometimes it creeps in there because I've been speaking English so much in America. Mm-hmm. But I would say no, it doesn't really affect also, my intonation or accent. Also, since we've been speaking Japanese together more, it's even less like your Japanese is getting and since we I try to, you know, bring a lot of Japanese into our life, like you end up speaking being way more involved in Japanese. Than mm-hmm. you were during the, that period of time where you didn't have much Japanese, and that's when it mm-hmm. kind of felt like you had an accent when you went back to Japan. But like, I don't remember anyone saying anything this time when we went back no. last time. Yeah, so I know. Like for me, one thing I struggle with is, well, I'm always working on improving my pronunciation and my intonation and stuff because it's really difficult for me. <laughs> but um, me one thing I have a lot of trouble with is when there's a Japanese word that's the same in English, and like it's a, a loan word from English mm-hmm. and it's really hard to say it in Japanese if it's long, if it's longer and in the middle of a sentence or something, because you just kind of switch to that English pronunciation of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Does that happen to you in either direction? Gia, like, um, not really actually. Like, is there an example sentence that i can say <laughs> uh so like for example Macro, not Mac, uh, Mac, mcdonald's <laughs> yeah 
can't well, I say mean, that. for me, there's two examples of it. And one is when I might not know a word in Japanese. And so I try to just say one that's English in Japanese <laughs> pronunciation. <laughs> and uh, I'm much better at it now, but I used、mm-hmm. to be pretty bad at it. So, like one time, I wanted to say almond, the nut,、mm-hmm. right? To Ray.、Mm-hmm. And which is Amondo, right?、Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said Armendo. I see. Because <laughs>、uh, so, so. at that point, I、yeah. didn't realize that, you know, if you have A L or A R or E R、mm-hmm. in Japanese, they'd always skip over the R, right? It's just ah. Yeah. Yeah. That's one example. Amondo Chodai. No, I think just because I've been exposed to. Japanese people saying English words in those、mm-hmm. forms, it really doesn't affect me unless I actually want to say the word like an English word. Oh,、uh, yeah. Then I'll just say it in a normal English almond. Do you have the experience of saying an English word because you don't know the word in Japanese or if it even exists and you say the English one? With Japanese pronunciation, and then you get a blank stare. Does that ever happen to you? <laughs>、um, sometimes I, I've seen like, that happen. It has yeah, happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be talking about something, and I know a word in Japanese, and I'm talking in English, and、mm-hmm. I have to pause because I can't think of the English word. But kind of what you were saying with the accent, I have it coming from Japanese to English is bowl versus ball. The vowel sound. Oh,、uh, yeah, yeah.、Um, those two show up a lot when I mix it sometimes randomly in English sentences. I'll just say the wrong vowel. Oh,、uh, yeah. Yeah. So when you're talking about this, like her accent, or, or so to speak, like,、yeah. obviously I don't know enough, I don't know Japanese well enough to necessarily know if she has one when she's speaking Japanese,、um, other than people have said that she doesn't and like her own analysis of it. But <laughs> as far as coming from Japanese to English, Definitely, sometimes I'll notice she'll say something that's like, I'm like, that was not native English、yeah. pronunciation. Like, that was definitely like she just said she'll mix up a vowel or something like that. Or every、mm-hmm. once in a while, it, she'll definitely do the LR thing that happens and she'll put the、yeah. L where the R is supposed to be or R where the L is supposed to be. That、oh, happens. Randomly do so it. Coming to English, the, the, occasionally there definitely are some. It's just、um, because in Japanese,、yeah. boru and boru is the same. And yeah, L and sounds、ball. are the same. Yeah. So, It just comes out weird sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> did, did that take you a long time to get used? I guess you were hearing it when you were a kid from your dad, but I could pronounce that, it. Yeah. Yeah, but the spelling was.、Uh, spelling, yeah.、Part. Yeah. I had to actually, in middle school, I had to take English as my second language classes before school started. So, like a period zero. They put me in one of those and had to do spelling stuff. Oh.、Uh, which was, yeah. <laughs> kind of yeah. embarrassing for like a, you know, like a sixth grader GA, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. And some of the misspellings can end up being really embarrassing with the L's and the R's. Yeah. A couple、I've, of them. Yeah. I've laughed、mm-hmm. at quite a few that I've seen over the years. <laughs> yeah. Yes. A classic is rice and lice. Real classic there. That one's just. Would、no. you like some lice? <laughs>、uh, no, I would not. No, thank yeah, you. I always liked,、um, I saw, I think on a sign somewhere in Japan, it was like something river. Instead, they wrote something liver. <laughs>、yeah. Oh, my. 
or or random um there's this one bread company in america that's called bimbo and oh, my nice. dad and i just laugh every single time <laughs> bimbo means mazushi right yeah like poor. so exactly and she's like that's hilarious yeah. <laughs> She she does that too sometimes. The what she just did. She'll tell you what a word, a Japanese word, but use another Japanese word to explain what it is. Instead yeah. of oh, sorry. Wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. You just said <laughs> I mean, means means masushi, <laughs> which is good yeah. because it's like a, yeah. a synonym. But yeah, sorry. Yeah. I was thinking like of the poor word not in, having money. Yeah. Yes, yes. I was yes. thinking of the company Bimbo, which is spelled in English. In yeah. my brain, it's spelt in English. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that occasionally oh, happens. Yeah, that's good. Makes sense. I think I I remember like what is my pronunciation problem with katakana words is like mm-hmm. when a longer katakana word is in the middle of a sentence, mm-hmm. and I mess it up. So like I'm trying to think of a sentence, but for example, like I don't know, Takashi kun wa basketball ga suki toka, and like. Mm-hmm. My speed gets all messed up because if mm. I try to say it fast, I'll say basketball, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but because I don't want to say basketball, I end up suddenly slowing down and saying like basketball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though someone would just say like basket or something, probably, right? Yeah, that's what but, I was going to say yeah. is um, in Japanese, usually, probably more often than that, they shrink their English words right to two yeah. or three syllables and that also helps with not pronouncing them like english because in america you wouldn't say i like basket that would yeah. be weird like what are you talking <laughs> yeah, about like basket <laughs> exactly so i think that's also helpful distinguishing mm-hmm. which lang like in my brain which language i'm talking yeah um, which, that makes sense yeah so my i don't really think about which language i'm talking about or talking in but my, I guess my brain just does a good job if I am talking in Japanese to say basket instead of basketball or basketball. Yeah. You, you do have to know where to cut the word off, though, which exactly. is also an issue. Basu. Yeah. yeah. And I, that's especially hard if it's like a compound word and there's like mm-hmm. a piece of the first and second word that get <laughs> yeah. merged together, right? Like, like smaho is smartphone. Uh. Yeah. Smartphone. Brappy is <laughs> Brappy. Right? Uh, Yeah, for Brad Pitt. Yeah, I think everyone loves that one. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, those are those are hard to you just have to know them essentially. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean they don't show up in textbooks. We try to include no. them in lessons, obviously, but we can't cover everyone in the Japanese language because there are probably ones people are making yeah. on the fly that we don't even yeah. know about. Exactly. Yeah. I guess that's something that Japanese people can just do. (laughs) Somehow you just know how to. And then for some reason, everyone knows it. Yeah. 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 How did it spread? (laughs) I think you can get to a level where it's possible to do that as a non-native speaker also. Mm -hmm. Like, I know I've made up words before as a joke around raised friends and it's gone over well. (laughs) other, Other times it's gone over not so well. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still. The, I'm still at the phase of it not going over so well. Chi will be like, "The hell are you saying? <laughs> uh, try that again." <laughs> the worst thing was when Ray and I were first dating. So that would have been five years ago now, and I wasn't nearly as good at Japanese. And I would try to make jokes about things because I'm not a very serious person, <laughs> and 
it's really hard to be funny in a language you're not that good at. Because first of all, no one knows you're joking. Yeah. <laughs> so you hard. just look you look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of Japanese people that I try to joke with, they don't really understand the sarcastic tone. So do you think that's a cultural thing? Like the I do notice like sarcasm is used much differently. Mm-hmm. I think it's very subtle and I think it's very recent as well. Yeah, I need to try out some sarcasm on like mm-hmm. Ray's mom or something next time I see her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should. Tell us how that goes. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Okay, well, I thought this was interesting. Um, I still have a lot of questions for you, but it's already been about 30 minutes. So maybe we'll save them for a future. I almost said lesson. This is not a lesson. It's an episode of a podcast. <laughs> future I'm used, episode. I, yeah, I'm used to writing lessons, so that's why. <laughs> Cool. And which episode number is this, Caleb? This would be episode four. Yeah, I'm also bad at keeping (laughs) track of that. So yeah, because this is episode four, you can go to sharkcast.jp slash four to download it or share it with friends. Or yeah, I don't think we mentioned any links, so you don't need to. Yeah, no links this time. But thank you, Chie, very much for coming and talking to us. And we will see everyone next time.